This is Agents Influence Podcast. So on the customer side, we want to be the one-stop shop for insurance shopping and provide the consumers with the best way to compare, search, and buy insurance online, as well as provide the seamless transition from an online to an offline experience and leverage the largest network of fully integrated agencies in the U.S. So we work with the agents and the agencies to help them observe the customers in the best possible way. I'm Jason Cass, and we're going to help you think differently, change your agency, change your finances, change your family, and in the end, we're going to change an industry. Let's go. Hey, welcome back to Agents Influence Podcast. Um, I'm just happy to have uh, the CEO and founder of Insurify on, and uh, I know you're going to really, really like this. Um, I just want to fill you in with this is CEO month. You've already heard a couple of CEOs. You're going to hear Sanjina today, and uh, then you're going to hear uh, uh, Jeff Roy at Excalibur out of Canada here coming up uh, next week. And then I'm going to do a full podcast, probably going to be an hour or two, where I'm going to do nothing but just recap the year. And I think a lot of that recap is probably going to be of this month because we've got some pretty, pretty cool people. Um, So, but let's get right into it. Uh, Her time is valuable. Your time is valuable. I want to get right to some of the juice. Um, And I'd like to introduce you to uh, Sanjina Zakaria, which is the founder and the CEO of Insurify. Sanjina, uh, welcome to Agents Influence Podcast. Hi, Jason. It's a pleasure to be here. I really, really do appreciate your time. We talked a little bit about it before, and um, I, I mean it with all my heart. I know you're busy. Um, I know you're sitting there, if I'm correct, in the heart of Boston, um, trying trying to work, and uh, here here I am bothering you. So I appreciate your time, Sajina. It's very valuable to be part of uh, the podcast, and I look forward to having a great discussion with you, Jason. Sajina, are you an iPhone or are you a Droid user? I'm an iPhone user. iPhone user. Okay. iPhone user. Have you always been? Have you ever been a Droid user? I've always been an iPhone user. <laughs> always been an iPhone user. Okay. All right. I, long time ago, I was an Ericsson user, and before that, I was a Nokia user, and then I moved to iPhone. Ericsson. Wow. Holy cow. I haven't even heard or thought of that name in a long time. Wow. Yes. Okay. Wow. Um, okay, and what you got any cool or any kind of uh, any kind of application or app that you've downloaded for business, personal, whatever reason that you thought was kind of cool that you'd like to share with the listeners? Yes, one of the recent apps I downloaded was Home, uh, which allows you to connect uh, with the lights in your home and to control them um, through your phone. So that's one of the best ones I have most recently. Now, is that Google Home or is it just Home? It just home. Oh, okay, okay, man. I've gotten. I downloaded that Google Home lately, and I am. Whew, that is that thing does some amazing things. So, uh, just real quick though, like, do you? Does the app come with like plugins or something that you have to use so that, or do you just program it? Is it wired throughout the house? How's that done? Do you know? I think that you have to set up the switches in your house uh, to be the ones that are wireless connected, and then it works like magic. I can only imagine those are going to start being like customary in most homes you know that now that they have that so it works with those uh, alexias and google homes and stuff so yeah awesome okay well cool um uh, so Gina, take us um 
take take us back. Take us back to high school, college, whatever, and bring us forward to how you've become the CEO of Insurify. So I came from Bulgaria in 2003, so I've been in the country for 13 years now, and I graduated from English language high school in Bulgaria, which was a very competitive program that you have to take exams in literature as well as in math uh, to be able to pass and um, to be ranked as one of the top students to be able to get in. Then I was fortunate to get into one of the top um, programs in the Economic University in Bulgaria, and more Recently, I graduated from MIT Sloan, so I have a master's in, in economics in Bulgaria and also an MBA from MIT Sloan. Um, I grew up in a communist Bulgarian country, so coming to the U.S. was not um, an easy transition, um, but I did it uh, relatively later in my uh, life after um, I was 27, after I had worked for a few years and also um, got my studies in Bulgaria. So I knew that um, the U.S. provided um, unlimited land of opportunity, so I was ready for it. Um, I spent about 15 years working for startups as well as for um, global Fortune 500 companies. I had seven and a half years with Gartner. And um, right um, a few years ago, I decided to um, stop working and apply to MIT. So I had my second MBA at MIT, which was a transformative experience. MIT allowed me to also open my mind about entrepreneurship and understand all the different strategies and techniques that top entrepreneurs apply in building and growing their companies. And I started working on Insurify while I was still um, at MIT. So it was a very interesting experience. Wow, 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 wow. So did I hear that correctly that you've actually, you went to MIT, then you went out into the work world and then you went back to MIT, is that right? Um, no, uh, so I did um, I did my MBA in Bulgaria and then I worked for um, 10, 15 years and more recently in 2012 I applied to MIT and I did my MBA. Wow, In interesting, interesting. That That is awesome, that is awesome. And what about what age were you when you came uh, to America from, I assume, Bulgaria? I was 27. 27, 27, wow, fantastic. It... Uh, it seems like this the story of somebody coming from another country um, and coming here, it seems like that is, uh, I know that's been the American story and the American dream. It just seems like it's more on a, um, it seems like some of the, the great companies and some of the great minds today um, are coming a lot from uh, Russia, whether it may be Gary Vaynerchuk. He's somebody that I follow very hard um, and I'm out there in your area. And, and it just seems like it's so many, especially from the communist nations coming here, I don't know if it's an appreciation for understanding what we have, where some of us just who are born here, I don't really know, but this is a conversation I was just having with my friends like two nights ago, um, and you, you kind of fit that perfectly. So that's awesome. That's awesome, Shinjina. It really is. Uh yep. Having a different background allows you to be a little bit more open-minded of everything that is around you and to really um, not take anything for granted and know how to fight for every step uh, along the way. So that's what we learned. <laughs> I agree. I agree. That's awesome. Kudos to you on that. So so what made you, out of all the things you were doing and working and, and then going back to MIT, what made you choose the insurance sector to say, hey, let's start Insurify? Is that what you did first or how did you get specifically to? Insurify. 
Um, so every, everyone has a story and we do have our story as well. Um, I was at MIT finishing my MBA and I had a minor accident which caused a spike in my insurance premium. So that forced me to search for insurance quotes online. Um, so I was, um, I just thought that I would be able to have the same experience that I would have with searching for hotels or searching for flights online. And I was shocked that there was no one platform that will give me um, anything close to that experience. So that motivated me to start researching the industry and really learning more about it. So I spent about a year really networking aggressively and learning more about the industry um, and building the foundation of what became Insurify. So let me ask you this. First of all, where did you come with the – was there any kind of uh, weird reason why you chose Insurify? You, I, there's always a story behind the name, you know? Um I just liked uh, names that have uh, that ending with IFY, and um, I was actually surprised that the domain is still available. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. And, and so when exactly did you start? When did you launch Insurify? So we, I, I started working on the company in um, 2013 or in the middle of 2013 um, as I was graduating MIT and we applied to the MIT 100K competition. We did one as semi-finalists um, and then I continued researching and building the foundation and the partnerships. It took us um, a couple of years to be able to launch the final product because building a marketplace is complex. Uh, it requires a lot of business relationships, um, especially with the platform that we created, which was not set up as building our own agency, but more of building a platform for agencies and carriers to be able to provide the best consumer experience. So we launched in January this year, 2016, and ever since we have been growing 20-30% um, month over month. So we are very excited about the progress. Now, see, here's what's cool. You just said, so it wasn't so much that, yeah, let me get in competition or so. It was that you were trying to provide a platform for insurance companies and agents to be able to help the client efficiently, I think is what you just said there. Is that, is that exactly. Correct? Okay. So the that's good. That's good. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, so on the customer side, we want to be the one-stop shop for insurance shopping and provide the consumers with the best, easiest way to compare, search, and buy insurance online, as well as provide the seamless um, transition from an online to an offline experience and leverage the largest network of fully integrated agencies in the U.S. to really provide that experience. So we work with the agents and the agencies to help them observe the customers in the best possible way, either on the phone, through chat, or through their mobile, and providing them with the systems and the trans a transfer of information to really allow them to focus on selling on value versus um, the data entry that unfortunately is mandatory for this job. So Gina, let me ask you this. What specifically, when you had that fender bender, what specifically about that um, made you made you take this step besides the fact you said that there wasn't anything like you would find an airplane or a hotel but in in the claim issue that you had was it not handled properly what was it that really kind of sparked this do you remember that Actually, it was very much, I had a very specific goal. I had my insurance premium, it was higher than the previous year, and I had one goal, how do I save money with my insurance? So 
the only thing that I cared is how do I match and educate myself on finding quotes that are relevant to the same coverage that I had and also can I learn how I can leverage some of the tricks in the industry that an agent might know to be able to save on my insurance premium even without changing so then I was I found out about the whole idea with deductible that just tweaking your deductible or increasing your deductible can save you a lot of money Wow. And you know, here's the problem that we have, uh, Sanjina, living inside of our agency is that we think that that's something that people just automatically know. For real. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest as an agent here and say that sometimes deductibles is something that I don't even explain enough. And I think all listeners listening would be honest with themselves because we assume sometimes that's just something that people know. And it doesn't, obviously. And, and, and I'm willing to bet more people are like you than what, the way I assume. So, that that's a powerful message right there that's powerful thank you let me okay so now i went on there and i did a quote and and i and 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 i got to tell you i mean i thought it was pretty impressive and and i say and i say that not just because you're on the phone i've i've talked about this at the mastermind meeting um, a couple of them and, and explained the agents and actually took a bunch of screenshots of your of your process and I love the fact, I love the big buttons. I love the simplicity of it. I mean, I don't know exactly, but outside of my vitals, like my name and my address, I think you guys asked like 10 to 15 questions. I mean, it really wasn't much before I could get a quote. Um, and it seemed like the quote was a pretty accurate quote based on other companies and, and pretty much what I'm paying right now. I, was there a lot of thought process put behind that? I mean, did, what was your basis? How did you, did you look at what other people were doing good and weren't doing well? Or did you just say, hey, let's build this how we see it to be built? Uh, so we did both. Um, we have a superb head of product who is keeping in touch with all of the latest and greatest technologies when it comes to user experience. And our head of engineering comes from TripAdvisor. So we have been able to implement a lot of the analytics um, that TripAdvisor is using in terms of analyzing and automating the user experience to perfection. So combining these two has allowed us to really build a super product. But it's started with the very much talented um, user experience strategies that our head of uh, product, Todor Kerasov, has been able to implement in the product. And then my, having the analytics behind to continuously monitor the UI and optimize it. So we can almost create a fully seamless user experience. And the best part of it is that it's mobile first and it works as well on, on mobile as it does on desktop. So from a customer experience point of view, it is as seamless on mobile as it is on desktop. Then the second piece is that we basically uh, pre-filled some of the questions that we uh, analyzed and we saw were not impacting significantly the, the user, um, the quoting accuracy of a quote. So we know that there are a lot of questions that are asked for a rate call one, and then we made some studies and tests to be able to see, okay, are all of these questions really necessary? And also, could we uh, limit some of those questions that where we can see about 95% of the users would respond in the same way. So we 
added also that type of um, analysis into the questionnaire. And as we continue to grow, we continue to test with adding uh, other questions to be able to see are we able to get to even a higher percentage of accuracy because all our quotes are uh, derived through the API integrations with carriers. Um, so uh, we very much depend on accuracy and we know accuracy is a very important part of, um, of getting through the questions and serving the customer. I believe it was March 21st of this year and I was sitting down having dinner and I was having dinner with actually the CIO of Safeco Insurance and I had just done a quote on your guys' system and they happened to be the most competitive. And one of the things that I asked them since you was, here's what I asked him. I asked him, I said, why whenever I do a quote on your comp on our company website in my agency, we, we have, I have to ask 50 questions. And I'm not joking about that. I literally have to ask 50 questions. And then I have to put it into a rater type thing. And then, it, and then once I get the rate, then I have to put it over into the, ca the company. And, and, and this has nothing to do with Safeco. It just happens to do with there's a couple of CIOs there. And, 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 and the question I, I had for them, and, and they gave me answers, and I'm not going to say the answers, but the answers I had for them is, why did I get a rate from Safeco on InsureFi? And I answered 15 questions, and I had a rate as opposed to I have to ask the insured 50 questions. And then here's the, here's the thing about this, Gina, is that if one of those questions is kind of wrong, it could affect the rate greatly. And it just and it's not so much the usability uh, of the usability of me actually doing it, but it's the experience that the customer is getting from me as well. Why did my premium change just off that one piece of information being wrong? And 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 so it's not just the amount of questions, but why do we ha why are those questions not being integrated? And I noticed that was some of the stuff that you guys had really done, as you said what can we bring in so we don't have to ask the client and i think to me personally that's what makes the experience the best have you did have you gotten that type of feedback yeah um we do that and we also get a lot of additional information into the quoting process that we can uh, that allows us to pre-fill and put some sort of a quality score on every single customer that we bring through the platform so we can really understand where these people are coming from, know more about the um, the the group or, or or the area that they live, as well as the cost of the vehicle, by being able to verify that information with their party. So rather than asking the user all of that information, we are able to get that um, into the system. There are all these other questions about the vehicle safety measures, and we can pre-fill that as well based on just leveraging third-party data uh, information. Um, so we don't need to ask the user every single time for every single one of these questions if we can get that data from somebody else. Right, right. And I also say it's a psychological thing that anytime somebody asks you a question and you don't know the answer to it, we just have this weird feeling. I, I don't know if it's a tribal thing. Um, it just makes us feel uncomfortable. So I think the same thing happens when an agent is having to ask all those questions. So specifically for the ones that the insured doesn't know, it makes them just feel uncomfortable. So I think that I love the fact you guys use big buttons. That that sounds silly, but it really does. Everything's big and just bam, click here, bam. Are you a student? You know, if you are, 
you know, are you driving to work, yes or no? It's not like how many miles and this and all that, and it, it's just it gets clunky. Now let me ask you about this part because I don't think a lot of agents, all these loyal listeners we have right now listening, I don't think they realize this, Gina, and I want you to – it seems like whenever I've went there or other people I know have went there to get a quote, they get referred to an agent at the end of it. And, and I don't think that that's what a lot of people realize sometimes. Is that is that not necessarily so? I mean, is, uh, can they bind online right there or do they have to go to an agent? We actually have eight carriers that are bindable online uh, today. That includes Safeco, Progressive, Insurance, and five other non-standard carriers. So if an agent, uh, if a user is going through the flow and it happens to be in the areas where we have online buying integrations with those carriers, they could continue online and buy the policy through their with their credit card. Some of the um, other carriers, unfortunately, are not end-to-end online bind integrated yet we do work with some of them to be able to bring that functionality but we know that that will take time so instead of um, so what we have done instead is leverage the large network of agencies in US and really empower them to do their job at uh, you know a quarter of the time that they will have to spend with binding a policy by giving them a fully pre-filled what um, rate call one uh, profile as well as any additional information that we can have about the user so they can really do their job the fastest and we do the scheduling and the coordination of the phone calls we also empower the agents to be on chat with the user so they can really bridge the gap between the online and the offline experience and really get um, two three times more close policy than what they currently can do with um, any of the traditional other sources that they might be working with okay fantastic wow that's interesting and so um, I had a couple questions there, and actually my mind started racing so much I couldn't I can't even remember uh, one of the questions uh, now, and I apologize for that because you you said a bunch of good things there. Um, do you consider yourself? I mean, do do you consider yourself a disruptor when it comes to? I've been I've read that out there many times. You know, one of the new disruptors out there is Insurefi. Insurefi um, seems to be disrupting the insurance industry. Do do you do you see yourself as a disruptor? So some of them see us as a disruptor, others see us as an enabler. And um, the way I would like us to be seen is really as an enabler because we enable the carriers as well as the agents to be able to function and optimize their user experience and get access to the customers that they will naturally not be able to have any chance getting access to. So from um, from a technology perspective, we are enabling we are enabling both the agencies as well as the carriers to be able to acquire better customers and higher quality customers. Some of the um, press has been referring to us as disruptor because of the technology that we are building with artificial intelligence and natural language processing. But this is again helping for the whole purpose to be able to help the consumer and help all of the parties within the value network to do their job better by automating some of those features that they'll naturally have to spend an hour on to be able to gather user information and we are leveraging that um, this technology to really help the customer but also help the network of agencies and carriers I like that you keep saying that and I hope that stays the the, the reason why not only because I'm an agent and that's how I feed my family let's take the personal out of it let's just actually really talk about the benefit of this to the consumer and and this is something that I know the lawyer listeners are thinking right now and so I'm interested in getting your feedback on this 
I feel, or excuse me, there's a lot of people out there that feel as if um, binding online is not for everybody. If I have, um, if I am married and I have kids, or let's say I have, you know, a big business, or I have, a, there's different types of things that can affect even my personal lines insurance. To be able to say, not everybody should be going on in line and getting their own insurance. There's things they don't know that they need to know. I know you guys have thought about that with your team. I mean, do you have that feeling, or do you have a feeling that everybody should be able to buy online with the information they know? So the best part is that we have been amazed at how wide the age group of users that we have on the platform is. We have been serving users as old as 85 year olds. They might not be able to speak with an agent on the phone and they tell us through message or through chat or through the email, I'm not able to talk with an agent on the phone, but can you guys serve me through chat? Or can you serve me wow. through email? So we the what and that's I can I continue to come back to it. We are trying to bring the technology to help users get what they want the way they want it. If they want to be served on the phone, make it as painless as possible by pre-filling all the information that they could easily enter online rather than having to spend two, three times the time on entering, uh, on having to get the rate call one information. If they want to be served through chat, allow them to be served through chat, whether that could be AI or artificial intelligence automate for some of the simplified questions, or we can empower all of the age 815 agents that we are working with to be able to serve that online chat experience. If they want to be served through text or through Facebook Messenger, allow that capability for them. By In three years, by 2020, 40% of the US population will be Generation Z. These are the kids born after 1995. Those kids spend 55% of their time Time buying online and 33% of their time researching online. So unless we build the technology and the capability for the agents to be able to serve this type of consumers, consumers, they will become irrelevant. So this is what we are trying to build for the industry. I agree. I agree. And I love what you said. You're going to allow them to do it the way they want. And there's some that may say, hey, I can't do it online. I need to speak to somebody to get that trusted choice advice. And, and, I, and I like that. One of the things I really like that you're doing is the byproduct of it, is the side effect. The side effect is, is you're raising the bar so high with so much out of the, I mean, there is no box with you. I mean, there's just, with InsureFi, you guys are just doing what you feel is best. And I think that you're going to make the other carriers, the insurance carriers, who have who have really known this needs to be done. But until, you know, they always say it, um, when, when the big dog moves, everybody else moves in the insurance industry. And that's usually like the state farms or, or you know, the big, the all states, whenever they make a major shift, everybody follows. But I think really they're not making the shifts that need to be done. And I think it's someone like you who's kind of filling that vacuum of saying, you know, if you're not going to do it, we are. But in the meantime, they're either going to have to innovate. And, and that's where I appreciate what you're doing, especially as far as this data. I know this is a huge carrier thing with agents is that all this data that's out there that we're not utilizing as an industry. Um, so I, I, kudos to you on that as well. So I'm looking here at my questions. I've got a couple other things, but not really much. I know that your time is, uh, is of huge value. And is there anything so far that we've talked about that uh, maybe we needed to hit on that, that uh, maybe I cut you off or something? 
Um, so I guess we didn't talk a lot about the value proposition for the consumer and how we are enabling the consumer. So one of our the things that, yeah, one of the things that I um, envisioned with Insurify is really to build a smart virtual insurance agent. And that agent could be powered with artificial intelligence for the areas that we can answer through artificial intelligence, but we can also build some of the logic that um, a user will be able to get through a conversation with an agent that could be enabled online. So similar, for example, our goal is to really empower the customer to be able to make the decisions that they need to make about their insurance through data and through technology. So our goal is to help them understand um, the trade-offs of different coverages with data and by powering and using a lot of third-party information to be able to give them these tools to make the right decision. And then the other piece that we are making is we are really trying to reduce the friction of quoting from a lot of different diverse carriers which might not be the best fit for the for the consumer so we are really matching the customer with the right risks of carriers that they will be willing to serve. So our, our rate matching algorithm is allowing us to understand better the risk profile of the consumer and really quote them from the types of carriers that will be best fit for them. And then we are also doing the same thing with the agencies. Some of the agents are exceptionally well, exceptionally good at closing standard and preferred traffic. So we are matching those customers that are standard preferred to the right agencies that are best served to um, to upsell them and to really help them see the value into bundling with home insurance or motorcycle insurance and all other types of insurance and there are other agencies as well as carriers that are really specialized in the non-standard non community and we really match those agencies with the types of users that come through the platform. So by doing that, uh, the way I see our role in the industry is really we are enabling or building an end-to-end -end seamless, fully integrated value chain of carriers and agencies by really free, uh, removing the friction and removing the waste of dollars that they're currently spent on advertising on the wrong types of customers by also building the technology to help them close much more, at least two times more, with the existing number of agents that they have on stuff. Wow, great, great, great vision. Wow, that that is that is really. I mean, I, I just see efficiency in waste being cut galore, and I and I agree with you on that. Wait, let me ask you this: just maybe I'm not catching it, but when I see how you're sending the consumer to the company. How are you specifically partnering with an agent to actually make them say like, okay, this type of customer by the data that we have needs to go with this part of this agency? Does that make sense? How, how, are, you, how are you sending them there as opposed to an insurance company? So majority of our customers are currently served through agencies and the way you can think of it is that there are some carriers that have a direct-to-consumer arm and they can quote directly and we can send them directly to the carrier call center but there are a lot of carriers that don't have that or we have chosen to leverage their agency network to be able to serve that carrier through our platform versus going direct and in these cases we make the decision 
and upfront, which is the agency that has the highest probability of closing a care a customer within a certain um, time frame and within the certain risk profile, and then we will will. Um, pre-filled the quote with the credential of the agency so he can get uh, immediately associated with that and then he can be matched to that specific carrier quote and serve that customer if the customer if the quote happens to be the cheapest on the panel okay and so does uh so if there's agents out there can they get hooked up with the system i mean how do they get into this to where if they offer or or or, or fit that profile of that customer how can they get involved in that? Yeah, so it's very easy to sign up for our platform. Um, they can just go out and Surify and initiate the sign up process. And then we usually go through some a quick education of how we can work together in the optimal way. So we will ask them about their hours of operation, about their capacity, and about the agents, that um, the types of carriers that they can serve um, on Surify through their existing appointments. And then we start with um, an A-B test. Um, if it's a unique carrier that we are bringing on the platform through that agent, there will be ultimately the only agent that will be serving that quote. If it's multiple, um, if it's a carrier that is already served by another agent, we will do continuous A-B testing to be able to give the opportunity of these new agents to be able to serve that carrier. And if they happen to be closing at a highest rate, we will be, we will make them the preferred carrier um, and agent of choice for that specific carrier. And then is there a fee for the agent to, to be a part of this or does it go based on sales? I, I don't want you, you don't have to get deep into that right now, but is there a cost some way? It's no upfront cost. We take care of everything and they pay us a fee based on the close policies that they make. So Very fair. we don't Very fair. We don't sell leads. <laughs> no, that's fine, and, and we appreciate that. And you, and you know that's what separates you from a lot else out there. Trustedchoice.com, you may be familiar with them. Um, I, I, I think I love what they say. They don't give leads. They give referrals because it just goes to one agent rather than shotgun to everybody else. Now, um, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I As I was doing your quote, the quote on Insurify, I literally thought to myself, like, I wish this was my quoting platform that I had in my agency to be able to use. Because seriously, the quoting platforms we have, um, there's really only about two in the industry that dominate like 80% of the, of the agents using it. And back in 08 and 09 and 2007, they, they were awesome. But today they're still the same. And I literally thought to myself, like, I wish I could run all my customers through this type of platform and then and then be able to use to sell like I do the Raider. Have you guys thought about maybe in the future letting using all this stuff that you're learning, but actually allowing the agent at the local level to be able to use this type of quoting engine? Thought about so that? we yeah, yeah, we have uh, we have been asked by some of the larger agencies um, in the US and also some of the carriers if we can make our platform available for them. Um, so currently, um, we are not doing that. We are open to potentially open our platform to some of the larger partners, um, but we haven't, um, like doing a complete shift of the business into moving into more of a B2B type of scenario where we are licensing our product to other agents. We haven't, we haven't done that yet. Okay. I'm just, just letting you know, there's uh, you, you, you would, uh, 
I, I, once again, I, I think what we have, I think, is pretty good. It's just that they, I'll give you one thing. I mean, we have been asking them to do forever, and this is the littlest thing, but we are allowed to give quotes on our online. So, like, uh, so if I have the Raider here in my office, but also I have it on my website, I have an embed code so that the client can go there and get their own quote, it's not mobilized. We've been trying to get them to mobilize it for since I think 2012, 2013. And, and their question is, is well, when someone goes online, why are they going to go online to their mobile phone or why would they need to do that? And that just seems like a very small thing to people, but obviously I'm not going to get my consumers thinking this is a great system if they go to my website on their mobile phone and it's not mobilized. And it's little things like that. And I could go on and on. I mean, even the, the data that's getting pre-filled, I literally think... So Gina, that you guys would be able to pre-fill like literally 75% of the questions that we have to ask. And so um, I understand you don't want to go to that B2B, but I do want to let you know that I think there's agencies out there that if they used your type of system, I think they would be willing to pay good money, as we already do, for something that's very outdated. Just just a little heads up there. Just trying to make you a little more money there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, definitely something to consider. I do think that for anyone who has a website out there that is not mobile optimized, they can easily um, estimate that they are losing 50% of their traffic because we do see that 55% of our traffic is coming from mobile. Yep. That's, uh, I did my very first one I did months ago, I did on mobile, and then I did this one actually, uh, the last one I did when I was preparing for this a couple weeks ago um, on my computer. So let's wrap it up. Once again, you've been awesome. You've been great. We've went down some avenues that I really didn't anticipate us going down, so I think this has been huge. I don't even think there's one agent out there that realized that you're actually trying to benefit them and there's ways that they can get connected with you. So I think that's been huge right there. Um, and I truly believe that once the independent insurance um, system starts seeing maybe you and some other places, excuse me, your business and other type of businesses um, as, uh, as people trying to enhance the consumer's customer's relationship like they should be, I think we won't necessarily see you as disruptors anymore. Um, and I think that that's when then we can catapult your, co your company forward to say, hey, this isn't a competitor of ours. At the end of the day, we're all trying to make this better for the client. And I think that that's, I think that's totally legit. So that's cool. Yeah, and we already see that through the partners that we have started working for a few months. I mean, they see an amazing growth of their um, customer sales by launching with Insurify. So it's amazing to see the impact that we are able to make on a day-to-day -day basis with the agencies that we are working with. Fantastic, fantastic. Would you like to wrap it up with anything? Anything else that maybe we didn't mention or that you'd like to let the, the listeners listeners know about? Um, the only comments have in closing is that we are firm believers in the existing insurance distribution network and we don't want to disrupt it, we want to enable it and we believe in the power of the agents to sell on value. So all we are trying to do with the platform is really help them make more with what they currently have on staff. Um, so the other point is that as the consumers are moving more and more online, agents have to consider either building their internal capabilities to be able to serve these online consumers or partner with platforms such as Insurify to be able to allow them to get access to those customers that they will otherwise have no chance in servicing. Najina Jakaria, I, I greatly appreciate your time and I'm going to wrap this up with one question. Are you a reader? 
Yeah, I am. Can you give me a name of a book, maybe off the top of your head or something you've read or what you're reading now that you think is uh, pretty interesting and why? So there are two books that I really like. One of them is Leadership and Self-Deception, which is... um, a great book for any um, any executive that wants to run a company or is even running a big or smaller startup or, or a company of their own. I think it's an amazing um, opportunity to really understand the environment that we operate in and really think from an outside in perspective. Um, so it's an eye-opening uh, book for any leader. And the other book is um, Emotional Intelligence 2.0. I think it's also a must-read um, for any leader. Uh, what was that last one? Emotional intelligence what? 2.0. I'm actually looking for a book myself. I just got done reading Good to Great. I've read it before, but I made myself read it again. And it was really amazing, to be honest with you, the things I didn't catch the first time that I caught this time. But I like this. Um, emotional. I was writing this down myself. Sorry about this. <laughs> Um, okay. All right. Well, hey, once again, we appreciate your time. Good luck to it. I think I'm going to see you a lot more when I'm out there speaking and, and coming across uh, uh, coming across avenues where I'm speaking. I, I'm pretty sure we're going to probably run into each other. And when we do, uh, let me allow me to please buy you a drink because I'm very appreciative of, uh, of you taking your time. I really am. Thank you so much, Jason. I love what you're doing and I uh, wish you all the best and I look forward to meeting you in person. This has been Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast. Tell me your thoughts and tell me your ideas, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. See ya. Hey, before you go real quick, let me uh, me tell you something I want different for you. You guys know this. I talk about it a lot. But here's the thing. Grow Mastermind. Now don't no, don't stop now because I've got something different for you. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to email me at jason at growprogram.com. Jason at growprogram.com. And tell me, Jason, I want in the Mastermind for free. I'm going to give you a free 30 days into the Mastermind. That's going to give you 30 days inside the closed Facebook group. You're going to learn so much just from that right there. You're also going to uh, get to be access the two live meetings that we have on the second and on the fourth Thursday of every month. And I'm also you're also going to get access to Grow Academy as well. Um, and that's just part of the $99. Keep in mind, if you wanted to get Grow Academy by itself, I think it's $29 or $39. So please... Jason at growprogram.com. Hit me up. Say, Jason, I want the mastermind for free, and I'm going to get Anna or Joey to let you in for free. It's going to be a great decision, I promise you. Thanks. See ya.